Today we talk Eddie Long, Harlem, kidnapping, Seahawks, Black Lady Liberty, Steve Harvey, DraftKings, inauguration, Obama's new Jays, which are nice, and more on today's Headlines with Headliners. Turn it up just a little bit. We're going to get some bars out of Toronto today. It's my Zaytiversary. Hey. Zaytiversary. Hey. Do you go freestyle, Nene? Give me four bars. Four bars. Ready to go. It's my birthday yeah. and I'm turning up. Got my dabs in the air. Kitty, yeah, what's up? Hey. Yeah. to the fire and it ain't no lie. I'm trying to get down with some fine new pies. Hey. 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 Nothing to run. Go ahead. Yeah, oh, you me. ready to go. In a bathroom when I enter like three Arabs, two planes, the World Trade Center. Hey. Oh, why do I have to go to some terrorist shit? I don't know. But the last time we freestyled, you did that. Yeah, so that's my, I feel like that's, those are your go-to that's two bars. Go-to. That's, it. <laughs> that's a secret message. Yeah, that's like it. you said, enter. Let's see what he runs. Yeah. Oh, I'm supposed to go too? Hey. Okay, we go. Uh, yeah, yeah. Nene kicking the flow and I wish she would back up. Because her flow ended talking about she wants a cap up. I don't do that. You already know what I do. Because I'm in the building repping my purple with the kills. Ah. Huh? Yeah. I put it together nicely. It was a thing. Y'all don't mess around. Wilding out on MTV. Y'all don't even know. I actually used to have bars. Bars. What did you do? Yeah, Alcatraz. Bars. (laughs) Right? That's not even funny, though. Bars of gold. Oh, sorry. Guantanamo. That's where they were. Bars. Right? I was locked up at one point. (laughs) (laughs) Akbar. Yeah, that's the bar. Akbar. (laughs) I actually won several freestyle competitions. And then I stopped, and I'm going to tell you why. So, How old were you at this time? No, nah, this is when I was like, uh, I was 22. Okay, okay. so this is recent. savage. Uh, it's, it's like, you know, seven, eight years ago. But yeah. the thing about it is, I actually stopped mm-hmm. once I started doing comedy. I just stopped mm. rapping. Mm. And I'm actually, another thing I'm about to put away, and I've been thinking about it, is basketball. And I mean, I played oh. college ball. Like, I played ball, and now I'm thinking... I might want to just stop playing ball. It's a great Why? physical activity for, for men. Because, and women. you know, last time, and this is real, I'm in this, you actually probably know about this comedy league that mm-hmm, a lot of people mm-hmm. are in on Saturdays with Juice and them. Yeah. Well, I was like, you know, I, I caught my, you just catch your last dunk. Like, I just knew that was it. Like, I just feel <laughs> you like. You dunked it, it was like, that was too hard. <laughs> it was just too, like, it's no, it's a feeling of fear that I'd never had oh, before. Okay. And now I actually have, like, I have something to lose. Like, I remember being in high school. High school, I thought I was Jordan. Kobe, right. Jordan, you know, Johnson. Yeah. I thought, I was, so I didn't have any fear catching an oop or going up. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter what was going on. Right. I wasn't afraid of being hurt. Right. So then you get to college and then you actually do get hurt. Mm-hmm. You get hurt. Actually, I'm going to be very real. I had a Sprite commercial moment where I went for a dunk on a, on a play and hit the rim and just fell back. Ooh. And, you know, I felt a little then. And then I sprained my ankle for the first time in a game. And Recently, I was well. No, this like you know, six years. But I never played the same ever since then. Right. So basically, you're a grandfather, and you're. I'm, I'm just feel like well, you play with fear, feel, and that's a different kind yeah. of player. It's a it's a different thing, and it's and it's something I've even seen comedians go up on stage and have that once they've jumped the shark in their career. 
where you're just you are in a zone and then one day you're no longer in that zone you're you have so much pressure on being the best where you no you're no longer just oh being gosh, free on yes. stage where you're afraid to not be amazing and now you're not amazing it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy yeah i do that to myself so i mean that well, i really think happens. physically it's different than the comedy thing but it does apply on this level for sure i don't feel my body isn't feeling it because a lot of people are talking oh you i'm sore i'm the, actually i i play and don't feel hurt no but this I'm is a, a thing exactly. every rehabilitated player has this it's a mental do you know how scared condition. i am to twerk again come on now. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting ready to go to cabo and puerto Vallera, and all i want to do is twerk and i know that i can't i live with fear i'm not picking up no more white women and bouncing them in the air and that's so the, I'm allegedly just laying on allegedly, the beach, allegedly. I feel like we weren't talking about twerking, but that but it is a fear. I, mean, I was a fear. twerker. I love to twerk. <laughs> Why are we so loud in the headphones right now? What did you turn? Uh, up? I turned it up. I turned you up in your headphones, yeah. like a rapper. Like, <laughs> turn, turn, me, turn me up in well, the headphones. I, can go back. I was just looking for but, mine because I like it a little louder. <laughs> Hold on, who said that line? Turn me up in the headphones. Every rapper. Has no, got no yes. who said Eminem? Was it Eminem? Turn, turn me up head. in the headphones. KRS One. I think Eminem said it in the. What's, There's what's no the way song? Eminem said it before. before. No, no, I don't think he said it before, but that's I think the one. Kim said. Turn me. Uh, what's the song? I'm thinking of a specific song, Eminem. This is where it's going. Is my well, I do know they go turn turn my headphones up, and it was a Dave Chappelle sketch, and then the Dylan, 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 Dylan's popping. So turn me up in the Side note: It is my birthday. I do want to say that again. My Zeta birthday. And my founder's day was yesterday. Z5, Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated. Congratulations. And I am now 14 years old. Look at God. Look at 14 years of Zeta. Look, and what, are you rapping just to rap, or is there a significant? <laughs> I'm just out, I guess. Yeah, he is out. <laughs> just doing my Q stuff real quick. Your Q, yeah. that's how it works. Oh, yes, the Q side. Listen, we got to take some pictures while we got our stuff on like this. Before we were on the air, we were talking about this. Teron says he's not dressed for the picture. I say. Even if we rescheduled it, he would still wear that. So <laughs> Actually, you know the funny thing is? The funny thing, I just want my shirt that has my face on it. Yeah, that's course. all that's, that's missing. It. That's all that's missing. Like, I, didn't want, I don't feel like I have enough Tarot gear. I, gotta, I, I ain't got no type shirt that I made up. Can't you just, yeah. like, close the robe? Nah, it needs to be the Hold on to it like face. a boss, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then just take your pictures? A boss? This is like an old white English lady. <laughs> like, yeah, you can. Well, I mean, you're wearing a robe shot. like an old white English lady. Yo, so I, rock, I rock this everywhere. You I understand. Do. I love it. Yeah, I go out. I'm chilling. Like well, a villain. Speaking right, of chilling, chillin'. for a long time, let's get into story number one. Bishop Eddie Long mm. is dead. Sometimes <laughs> controversial Bishop, Bishop Eddie Long, pastor of New Birth Missionary Church in Georgia, uh, has died of cancer at the age of 63, which is not good. In the past 30 years, Long grew his congregation from 300 to 30,000. During the long time, Long was subject to a Senate investigation regarding personal profit from his church as well as several civil rights suits regarding inappropriate activities with underage male parishioners, He is, uh, which is not good. He is survived <laughs> by his wife of 27, Vanessa Long, and his four children and his three grandchildren. Wife of 27 years. She's not 27. 27 years, I of think, they've been married. Mm. Which is a long time. I mean, that's sad. I feel the worst for Vanessa. I feel the worst for Vanessa because that's his wife, 27 years. I wouldn't imagine what it's like to be with the same person for, you know, basically half my life. Mm -hmm. And then that person no longer exists. But she might feel free. I we was going to say, we don't know what she feels. Sometimes you'd be staying there for, for the look. Uh, a lot of the stuff that he was, uh, uh, that was 
is it alleged or did they find? I don't know what it was, but up first. Well, he settled with the kids. So he settled with kids. So you know some funny activity was happening. Let's just say that. Then he was going out of the country having funny activity happening. And for you, you know, maybe she's like, look at God working. You know what I'm saying? We don't never know. Sometimes she knew, she might have known, waiting for him to go so she can collect all the leftovers. I don't know, but I just, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I feel very indifferent about this story because it is somebody that died and I should feel bad for him and sad, but sometimes karma is a mother freaker. So I don't know. I mean, I, I know of the controversy of Eddie Long. I do think it's, if he brought anyone to God, that's a blessing, yes. right? If he got, if there's a call, because people nowadays, we think of God as, so a lot of people think of the calling to God as almost a bad thing. Like, you're stupid for thinking well, about no, God. But the, see, and this, I, have, I have a lot of respect for people who have strong faith, as long as that faith is a positive faith. Okay, but let me go into that. You say that, so if he brought one person to God, but deterred another 3,000, then what, what is what is better? You know what I'm saying? Because when you do, when you do stuff like this, man makes uh, God and religion and all these things, this is a deterrent because then a lot of people saying well we forgive him and we love him and, we, and they're so blindly following him but he was wrong and you can't just keep using the forgiveness of the lord well well i'm going to be forgiven you're responsible for souls so your, your damnation is going to be a thousand times worse and i feel like it's a negative on the christian community the religious community god whether you believe in religion or not this is somebody who's representing god and this is somebody who is speaking for god and god would not you know this is not what the stuff he was doing was not of the lord and anybody devil could read scriptures Come on now, they know the scriptures. Demons know scriptures better than we do. So, I'm, I'm you know, yeah, but he, if he repented and all that, and, and he's good, right? I don't know how many times. What if he didn't repent on that last one out? <laughs> I don't know. We don't I, know, but I you wonder. can live a life full of sin, and then right at the end, you and you know, say the Lord's prayer, ask for forgiveness, and be in heaven. But you have to mean it's it. That's the faith. difference. You can't just expect that. You have to mean it. Like mm-hmm. it's that's how faith in God and the religion. And the religious aspect works. The whole spiritualness is that I'm saying this with all sincerity within my heart, and I apologize. And you repent. I wonder if he went I to hell or I think there's people who do it. I wonder if he went to hell. That's what I was going to ask you guys. But I think there's people who do it so that they don't they don't want to go to hell, which is different than wanting to go to heaven. And I say that all the time. This yeah. is makes the, sense. It makes sense. It definitely 100%. makes sense. That's why people always go, "Well, God knows my heart," which I think is a big thing. And he knew his heart, and he knew what his heart is was. And when you're responsible for souls, it's different than me going out and doing. You're responsible for souls. You're responsible for being a leader. You're putting yourself. You're saying God has spoken to you. God has asked you to lead these people, but look at how you're making him look. So I think that's a big difference. And I think you are held to a higher standard, and you will get, you know whatever's coming to you which might have been this early death and this cancer and things like that and I'm not saying everybody who has well, something nah, wrong with evil them people is, live long they time do be sometimes. living but this yeah. shit is uh, it's, I, don't, I don't know it's uh, something we just honestly don't know I think it's great that it brought to light this whole negative connotation about pastors There's, there is a huge even in the white community but especially in the black community yeah. a, a history and a culture almost of pastors who take advantage of their parishioners no 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 not just parishioners Little boys. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not even talking about sexually. I'm talking about financially. I right. haven't even gotten to the se- Listen, there is no excuse Come on now. in the, my the world. There is no excuse where for this. A, 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 a male or female adult takes advantage of a male or female person underage. Because a lot of times we allow, we think it's cute when the hot teacher sleeps with the the underage male student underage like underage and what and kids is a different thing exactly it, underage to me is kids if you're under if you're under the age of 18 i'm telling you we may think I don't of know. people have you seen some of these 17 year olds sure when you're 17 <laughs> and a half. when you're 17 and you're 
significant other partner or person who you're dating is like, 19, yeah. that's a different conversation. If they're 20, that's a different. But if they're 28, now we have a conversation. Now there's a problem. If that person is 35, mm-hmm. we, we should have a, there's a problem. There's no need, for, there There should be no situation, even if they are 17 but look grown. I don't, I don't appreciate that on any level whatsoever. Right. I'm not even getting to that point because that's just all wrong. To me, it's the financial part of the pastors, pastors in the black community who are taking these tithings and buying Living. private jets uh. and huge mansions and saying, well, the Lord is given unto me. Well, that's an interesting concept. Have, have they really? Because from what I remember in the Bible that I've read several times, the Lord's son, according to the Bible, received nothing, actually, and gave away everything that he had. And that he, was, Well, he got one good foot rub. Kind of spurred everything up. Yeah, really foot rub. He threw a hell of a party, too. Water in the wine. Okay. Come on now. He got a, a $40,000 foot rub. Hilarious. Set everything off. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like, I, I don't understand that culture of taking from the community and not actually giving back. Now, I don't know if these pastors, I don't know if you guys feel like these pastors are actually giving back either. Well, I think there's some, and it, and it sucks because those are the ones that get highlighted, the ones that don't, or the ones that overspend in these super mega churches and 10 cars and things like that. I think it's terrible because the person sitting in your congregation just gave you their last and their how to, the, you know, their lights are off. And people do get help and assistance from the church, but I feel like the, there's not enough money going back into the church. But I had a, a uh, pastor in Seattle who uh, Pastor Manaway was fantastic. We didn't even do, everybody had their ties, but they didn't even do collection plate. There was a thing in the back and if you wanted to leave the money and he preached more relationship over religion and things like that. Um, so I... But he's not getting the shine but that these not, pastors are getting. He's not getting that shine. They're that not the, rolling yes. up in the Rolls Royces, which in some ways is something that leads people to God. They see these fantastic things and these tithings and they're like I want this and maybe my now, pastor God is there's, pl- there's plenty of people tithing because you're supposed to get it back tenfold like that's their motivation yes. and, and I disagree with that as well I've always had I've always had a theory in my mind where I, I say let's pretend that heaven and hell are real 100% mm-hmm. let's do it right and then let's and then there are people that do good because they want to go to heaven and yeah. then people know if they do bad they go to hell but let's remove heaven there is no heaven everyone goes to hell in that case the person who still does good, knowing that no matter what, they're going to go to hell, that's the person to me that deserves to actually go to heaven. Because there is no motivating factor. Their motivation factor comes from within self. Oh, yeah. I do a lot of good that is not to get into heaven. It's just I love helping people. I, I mean, that's, yeah. yeah, that's more noble. But at the end of the day, the Bible describes heaven in an envious way. A way that you can envy wanting to be there. Streets paved with gold. But it's not supposed to be because envy is one of the sins. So the concept is that you're supposed to want to go no, there. No envy just of to another man. No, I understand that, but we're supposed to elevate beyond that, mm-hmm. where it's not the concept isn't I want to go to heaven because heaven's fantastic. It's because I want to go to heaven because I, de- I I should earn it. I should deserve it. And I'm I'm the I'm the worst. Sometimes I give like homeless people money, thinking, "Yo, what if this is Jesus come back? I'm just giving them a dollar just in case." I, like, I think things like that all the time. Like I'm like, "What if I'm supposed to give this person a dollar, yes. but because I gave them a dollar, I win the lottery tomorrow?" I say this stuff to myself all the time. I'm not, yes. and the thing, I'm not even Christian. Like that's that's the least of the three religions within my bloodline, right? Okay. So it's like I still think these things so i can only imagine what it's like for someone who actually is a person who goes to church all the time have you ever been to mosaic church that's on la brea in hollywood 
No. Have you ever heard of it? Have you mm-hmm. ever heard of it? So so I've gone to Mosaic Church because I enjoy the concept of religion a lot. I enjoy it. I think false man-made religions, which lead to yeah. death and violence and all this negativity in the world, those aren't good. Right. right? But the concept of religion, the pureness of it is great. I went to this church, Mosaic, and the and the pastor comes out. First of all, they have a band, like a rock band, like U2 playing when you walk in. Everyone okay. dress how, you, it's a come-as-you-are church, right? So it's white. It is white. Got it. Mostly, right? That's what so, that means. It's yeah, code for well, you can put on some clothes just, and be sharp coming up in here. People come look like they're coming from the club and forget the club. There are so many girls at this place. I love this place, right? So then they're playing the band and they come, you come in, it's like, Jesus loves you. And then the pastor comes out and like, hey, what's up, bro? I'm Pastor Brad. You know what I'm saying? Uh, how's everyone doing tonight? Yeah, I know. I see a lot of see a lot of beautiful bitches in the place. You know who else? What? <laughs> bitches? Jesus. I mean, he doesn't say bitches, oh. but I feel like that's the basic tone. I need your examples to be closer <laughs> to real life. I was <laughs> like, what? I Church? Yo, Another protest. arm came up. No, <laughs> you know what the funniest thing is? I took my buddy George, who I have the show in Perfect Gentleman. Yeah. You know George. I took George to the church and he's a pastor's son his father has a church and he was offended by the casualness of this church he was offended he well, thought I'll he was right now, sinning I'm, I'm not going to name a church but there's a specific church in LA that is the one in, church I'm going to go my story too go ahead there's a church I'm not saying names but it is in dire need of some elders and the reason you need elders because you need somebody to pull the women to the side. Baby, you can't wear that to church. Oh, it's like the 21 Savages. This young man is trying to focus on the Lord. You got all of that out that the Lord gave you, and he focused on that, not the word, baby. <laughs> At least to your knee. At, At least. least to the yeah, knee. Yeah, you used to put your hands next to it and the first no come down. No knee wrinkles should be visible in front of the Lord. You know what's interesting? I don't know if I agree with that because as a man, it's not a woman's fault if she has curves and she's wearing what she wants. I don't have to look at her as a sexual creature. No, I don't have to. You don't have to, but I'm as a woman, you women. also do have responsibility for where you're going. That's just like even no, sure, I'm not going to let you to play devil's advocate on that. No. If somebody is hella thick rocking the cat suit dead in front of you, it's hard to just focus on it is God. Hard, but you know what? I need to take responsibility. No more. I, I know, I know, and, I, and I'll give you this. Boys. No, I'm gonna be a man. I'm, a, I'm even not as a woman, to... though. I'm gonna look too. I just feel like you have a certain responsibility. We don't to judge men the same way. If men go, if you to, if you went to church sweats? in gray sweats, I'm looking for Psalms three sixteen. You know what I'm saying? He knows what you want. But yes, all I'm saying is, as a woman, as a woman, you and a man, you have a responsibility to wear clothes fitting your situation. That's, I'm not coming in no in that to my grandmother's funeral. I'm not. You shouldn't be at that in church. You. I'm not going to walk in into a job interview in pajamas. Like there's things that you're you talking. Have to, like, I feel like first of all, me. I feel like we're not right about Psalms 316. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just want to just go back. Like I said, it's something for the Bible, and I know that's not Psalms 316. All I know is John 316. That's Nobody's it. holding up Psalms 316. Psalms 33. I think Real. Psalms 316. I don't know. Is from uh, the wrestling mania. He always yeah. Well, what oh about Deuteronomy? <laughs> do unto others as others do to you. Listen. How about this? <laughs> but no, let me tell you this real quick. Even with church, because I have to tell this church yeah. story. I tried to go to church here. What I've noticed is I can't do church here. They're very. There's a lot of mon- money hungry places, and that's not how I came from. But I was going to volunteer to be in the choir, and in order to get in the choir at a very big popular church here, you needed headshots and you needed a resume. Mm-hmm. And I was totally blown away by that. I was like, why does it look like what I sing for the Lord? If I have a gift and I want to give Him that, why do I need to have what churches I've sang at before and stuff like that? 
that. So I really didn't. I don't like the church hey, culture. Nate, like, you know what that means, right? She didn't get the audition. She didn't book it. I didn't like, even, she went no, in I, there, I didn't want to sing at this church. Like, oh. I didn't want to sing at the hey, church. She didn't get it. Now she bitter. No, I'm not bitter. I think Who that's absolutely you? disgusting. No, but that's a it's a big deal. No. Yeah, there's people getting full scholarships for choir. Okay, but a headshot and a resume to you see you go. No. You're, you're Where were you trained? Are you classically trained? What choir were you already in? What no. appearances has you had? No. Who have you sang with? It's because they need to be able to vouch for you. When you're no. singing in that choir, yeah. you're also probably in front of a bunch of producers and label people. I don't and care, they, but they and that's and that don't have nothing to do with religion. And that don't have nothing to do. I with understand, religion. but church mm-hmm. has always been about networking, and that's for sure. Because I'll tell you, at the synagogue, you have to be. There's a lot of synagogues in. LA that you have to become a member of because of the powerful people that are members and you get a lot of connections based on the yeah. synagogue you become the specific a synagogue that you rock with a lot I don't know if church costs membership but synagogues have membership and they got fees. the money for it so don't nobody care yeah <laughs> so I don't know if church do you guys have a membership there can be it just depends on the church yeah, yeah. because synagogues you have to pay a, it's some, some people aren't are very, eligible very for membership until they there's they've paid a certain amount of tithes. That's what, and, and they I mean, track all that because that's what the, the envelopes is more than just a way to hide who how much you're putting in. It's a way to track how much. Yeah. So, so you can deduct it from your taxes. The churches do ta- all of that. So do we think that churches take money from people? Like, is that the consensus here? I want to know. I like to I say I like to say no, but. I the mean, reality of it is. Even my church back home, I'm like, man, come on, man. How long are we going to build this little park for the kids behind the church, man? <laughs> you know, we got a slide that leads to nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yes. Here's what I want to do. I, just before we go into the next story is I want to pull up the picture that we have of Eddie Long. And I want you guys to look at it and say what he's looking at, like, in the thought. Oh, this is no. a joke. And what do you see? To me, he's looking at that girl that was half-dressed. <laughs> <laughs> he knew himself Psalm 316 the Lord is my shepherd Lord is my shepherd Lord is my shepherd well he thinks he's looking at the girl and I think he's looking at the girl's son so. oh wow that <laughs> <laughs> little John well, what is he about 3 to 16 <laughs> I think he's just saying like they come along for a reason Pimpin. hey hey cause it's a long way to hell <laughs> yeah there you go that's a heck of a little. So outfit we're saying, he got on he, so we we're on a consensus that he was a bad person. No, nah, man, I don't know. I can't say that. I, I, I don't know either. I, I, right I, I think now, he it's not made for me. Very to, bad decisions. I could whether I who he is as a person. I know that he made some terrible decisions, mm-hmm. and he should be held accountable for those, whether it's in this world or the next. I think it. it think it's the next world's responsibility, <laughs> not mine to judge him. I hope people write in the comments below and let us know what you These guys think. These are so, this is so real. small. Uh, story number two. <laughs> Uh, speaking of small things, uh, a 12-year-old boy allegedly followed a fellow student to the train station and pulled a gun on her Tuesday in East Harlem when she would not give him a chicken nugget from her McDonald's. <laughs> she is said to have pushed the gun away, savage, and reported the incident the next day to the school officials. The boy was arrested and is currently in juvenile detention on gun possession and attempted robbery charges over chicken, chicken nuggets, nuggets from McDonald's. That's not going to go well. Hey, what you in here for, guys? <laughs> this little girl didn't give me a chicken nugget, bro. Yo, it's, I mean, he's twelve. He's a twelve-year-old boy. It's, this is learned behavior. He see, he has seen someone act in this manner, whether it's outside, but clearly, obviously, inside the home because he had access to a gun. I don't know if it's. I don't know if that's. All I want to know is. I don't know if that's where people are getting exposed to gun issues like that. I think a lot of this stuff has to do with movies, video games, it's just uh, in general. The internet. Uh, yeah. You see people toting challenges. guns way more... Did you ever play Grand Theft Auto? See? I played Duck Hunt. Yeah. Did you carjack someone? 
You can't even get out of level one without jacking somebody. <laughs> no, did you call It's called in real life. Grand Theft Auto. Uh, in real no, life, I, can I jump on someone? that? Can I jump on that? When Grand Theft Auto had first came out, I played for almost 24 hours. And I remember going outside and I wanted to punch people in the back of the head. And I told myself, I said, I'm an adult and I want to do the things that I just sat up and did on that video. I fear for kids that grow up playing from five and up. It made me aggressive. Oh, yeah. And I never played Grand Theft Auto after that day to this but day. Can I be real, Kanisha? Yes. You're a violent person. <laughs> think you want to punch people in the back of the right, head at a beach party. Just because that's your nature, it, it's one. if it's in your nature, it's not good to nurture that that part of and her. If you're in a, and if you're in a violent I'll be honest. If I, like, say I play Call of Duty for a while, right? Which is a decent escape from a bunch of stuff that's going on. Which but, used to be to train military to kill. Anyway, go ahead. Those types of games. Didn't know that. But, yeah. but I'm just saying, like, you're entering the virtual world, and there's people shooting at you, and you're looking to shoot people, and they're all over the screen. And when you're in the game, they're at a, they're like, they're almost all the way to your peripherals. After you play long enough, you can literally leave your house and you notice stuff in your peripherals you would not have been seeing on a regular basis. Like, I played Call of Duty, then went to the movie theater and was like, hold up. Like, I saw somebody in the theater two rows behind me out of the corner of my eye that I didn't recognize in the dark. Because I've been playing the game. My eyes have been being trained for it. So all of that stuff affects you. If my peripherals are stronger or if Nini wants to hit somebody in the back of the head, video games actually do influence that stuff. And I don't know if his dad is just at the house. But if movie theater shooting, I bet you are going to be glad you played that Call of Duty. You would for be sure. glad. But people don't understand these types of games that it's have been more games. developed. These the games were originally to desensitize the military for killing. So if these are games that we use to des- desensitize freaking fighters, what do you think they're doing to kids over and over again? You know what I'm saying? So then you're living in a an environment where shooting somebody over a nugget, you might as well try to get all the nuggets, not a singular nugget after this. Yes, this is what... This is this about is rejection and principle. Yeah. <laughs> this is, hey, let me get a chicken nugget. I, if I had chicken nuggets, I would give you a nugget. Yes. No, these are my nuggets. I'm sorry, what? No, <laughs> ugly boy, these is my nuggets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How ugly am I now? Clock, clock. You were talking all that, but now... And then she pushed the gun away. Boy, stop! There All right, people, fine. I'll go get my own nuggets. Then she witnesses. snitched the next day. Yeah, there were witnesses. No, there wasn't none. No, there she were, told. No, she no, went and told the school officials. However, there were witnesses because the boy started showing the gun to other people on the train and things like that. It wasn't just her. See, this is this is this is a young person with Trying too to much off. power. Yeah, with the, wielding that gun. Like that's the reason why you have to take classes and learn about gun control before you just strap. Who gun was it? Who gun did he have that he's 12? Because he's way below the age. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. He had a parent's gun. I feel like he had a parent's gun. I mean, but you don't know that. It could be a sibling's, a cousin's. It could be, he could have found it. He could have found that outside. This is is in New York? This is in Jackson? No, where's this at? Harlem. East Harlem. Come on, man. First People of dumping all, pistols in East Harlem. Yeah, they do. He didn't buy it because obviously if he had money, he would have got some nuggets. Right? <laughs> so, he would have got himself some nuggets. I'm just glad that that's what he did instead of trying to run up and rob an actual McDonald's. Yeah, that. yes, that's true. That. I'm glad she was able to push it away. You know what I'm saying? Like that... That could have been horrible. That could have been, she, I don't think this was about shooting. No, I'm just saying, but even on accident, if, you, if you're holding a gun, you know, pushing it out the way, anything, I'm just glad that it went the way that it went. And hopefully, you know, he can get some type of counseling or whatever he needs to not want to pull they need guns to find on out people who's on chicken this nuggets. This is what we need to find out, and I'll let you guys get it popping. What nationality is this person? Teron? I mean, I, I know. No, well, then... Don't guess. Kanisha? Unfortunately, I was going to, I hate to say this, but I was going to say black. Were you? Yeah. I don't know. I, it's probably a little Puerto Rican kid. Had some adobo. He just didn't oh, have no chicken nugget. you said Harlem? Oh, this is like a Haitian. East Harlem. East Harlem? Haitian. This is this is a Haitian. You think so? Mm-hmm. You've been to East Harlem? Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're all. They're not Toronto, all Haitian. what is it? They're black. 
There you go. Haitians are black. So are Puerto Ricans. We're both right. It was it it was a <laughs> it was a sad tragic affair that happened. And I think it's sad because I as a kid we had a much better youth. Yes. Than these kids now. There are people now going around punching old people in the face, calling oh it a knockout. Gosh, that's the most that. ruthless that's thing you can do. That's a game, a challenge. It's a game, it's and a challenge. And it. people and are I've doing it, especially it. on the East Coast, DC, New York. Knockout. They punch older people, like I'm talking about defenseless 60, 70, people. Yes. On video for it's knockout. They punch them one hit and see if they can knock them out. So this is like a ruthless culture. It's this world star culture that I've seen yes. because everyone does it for the vine, everyone's doing it for the gram. I don't want notoriety. to. I don't want to brand World Star, but a lot and of, say it's, this it's is a culture. Just, no, but it is. It's and not just World Star because I feel like World Star is you know targeted toward the urban community, but just Instagrams, anything. If I, World Star had fights, like staged fights, then maybe I, that would but make see, sense. But, but just Star, the fact that it's somewhere you can watch, but it, it gives you, sure. it, it makes you want to record. It makes you not want to step in. A lot of people don't step in and break stuff up over that. A lot of people don't talk people out, or a lot of people go out to start mess. Just right, like but I wouldn't say that. But I wouldn't say that they're directly responsible for the behavior. They're, they're not directly responsible. For Indirectly, I give you that. Yes, but they provide that outlet, so people want that. Just like the, just you're talking about the old people. They also in Chicago have the mob, and it's like 50, 60 people. They run into a fair, they run into the store, and they they Take yell everything. out mob, and they just start beating up yeah, everybody, everybody and then run the police can't catch them they threw somebody's grandmother in the river she That's, died no they got <laughs> but did she die though did she die though but they threw somebody's grandmother in the river like, she, they, they, that's a just, mentality and I don't blame world so first of all I, I cool Q is my dude and I appreciate what he allowed mm-hmm. but at the same time he did glorify a lot of stuff and I still I also blame a lot of things that happen in the world when it comes to terrorist activities, things like this, or snipers and shooters that go into school. I blame the media for that, too. They yeah. glorify it. So now there's another person who's like, I want to be insta-famous, too. I'm going to go in. And the way I know that's true is because there are people who have admitted to mass killings that weren't even involved because they wanted that notoriety. We've become a society where fame and power mean everything. And it's maybe because we feel insecure. Maybe because we feel powerless. Maybe we, it's because we feel more alone than ever in history even though we're surrounded by all the these most people. connected disconnected exactly if, if we loved ourselves as much as we loved our selfies the world would be a better place but we don't all we see is everyone's having fun on the gram but not in real life when you go to parties and now and people are just on their phone instead of actually talking to each other yeah taking pictures of food i had an idea to throw a no phone party yeah yes. i mean that's real it's yeah. just it's a culture and i'm not saying it's world star but world star did make its name on this kind of video. We even, when something like this happens, the first thing is, World Star! Mm -hmm. We throw out that YouTube didn't do the same thing. YouTube made it off cats and yarn and things like that. (laughs) You know, and I'm not saying these same videos can't be found on YouTube, but it's not notorious for that. What World Star Mm -hmm. did is it did kind of glorify that. They do put together a segment that's even a bunch of these kind of films uh, strung together. Compilations. And they call it, and it's the best of whatever happened that week, and it's usually this kind of situation. It's kind of like I also blame Jackass for a lot of that behavior, the prank behavior that Mm -hmm. goes on or the wildness. That was a big thing when I was growing up. It was jackass, and then there were kids going around punching each other in the balls. And that's how it is now with the slap cams and all, all that is jackass all Behavior. The way. Yeah. So it's us. We it, This generate. this is scary. It's scary not only because there's a 12-year-old. There's a 12-year-old that doesn't, like you said, understand guns and has possession of a gun, and this could have went really horrible, but the fact that this 12-year-old did that over a chicken. Now, 
the chicken nugget. This isn't a 12-year-old. If he had robbed the McDonald's, I might have been like, okay, maybe he has a family and the family needed money and they've talked about it. And then he thought this this was over a chicken nugget. This is a That kid. is just now all white meat. <laughs> That's just now. Yeah. So what would he do for something else? But you know what else is sad? Even though we're focusing on the boy and the chicken nugget, that that little girl is so used to this that a gun being pulled on her, wasn't she just push it away. She, told, like, she probably told here. the teacher the next day because someone said something. I, yeah. I'm telling you, it's a respect dynamic. That's what that was about. Boy, stop. Yeah. Like, it was nothing. Put your little toy gun. He was like, how fake is it? Run my nuggets. You know what I'm saying? He might have got my nuggets and my number. because That's how you You want to dip it. I blame Will Star. My bad. I blame Kanishas. I blame the Kanishas of the world. That's who does it. I need a rough neck. Every girl who's ever been attracted to the dude with the strap is perpetuating this. Because this is why he's like, oh, I'm I'm not only do I have a gun, I'm about to get buns. If only Chirac was a better movie. If only Chirac was a better movie. Because that point was actually fabulous. Right. It's Kanishas of the world. Out there encouraging sex because somebody looks sexy to them with a pistol. In hmm. more Why crime news, 18-year-old Kamaya Mobley has been reunited with her biological parents after being snatched from her birth mother, Shannara Mobley, eight hours after birth in Jacksonville, Florida, where all the crazy stuff happens. What's wrong with <laughs> Florida? Gloria Williams, now 51, abducted the baby dressed as a hospital nurse. The kidnapping received national attention, even appeared on America's Most Wanted. Kamaya's emotional bond with Williams was evident at the courthouse when Kamaya was crying for her mother, referring to Williams as she was kept without bond. I mean, this is all you because, not all you, but you're the woman of the group. There's so many interesting dynamics to this story because as a child... That is her mother. Even though she kidnapped her, it's not like a kidnapping story. You should, kidnapping is wrong, but it's not like she kidnapped her, mistreated her. There be like she kidnapped her and loved her. And then what it was is she had had a miscarriage. A so week that's before. the mom that kidnapped. That's her? the mom that kidnapped her. And a week before she abducted this baby, she had had a miscarriage. So mm. not only do we have these two, her her boyfriend, uh, and who's he thought he was the father of this child, who was a father of the baby. He just found out this wasn't even his daughter. So he's having an emotional breakdown because his child has really been dead all this time. Um, and this is your family. So if somebody, if you've been kidnapped and somebody comes to get you 18 years so she later. she was due to give birth and then she's and like, then, I'm just yes. going to come up with a baby. Yeah, so she she had a miscarriage and so she and went she already had her baby. own two children yes. she, and raised Kamiya as her own. And the, and the crazy thing is that Kamiya or Kamiya? Either way. We're just, all right. We're going on Kamiya, Kamiya, yeah. tomato, tomato. Right. So Kamiya's biological father mm-hmm. had gone to jail for lewd assault on the mother because okay. she was underage, the mother, her biological mother was fifteen, uh, and the biological father was nineteen. And they called that lewd assault at the time. Well, that's what they plead down to. Statutory rape. No, yeah. that's what it plead down to. Okay, it's it's less of an offense, gotcha. but that's basically what the plea was. Right. The plea agreement was lewd assault. So he was in jail at the time when this happened, and this story received national attention for eighteen years. These parents did not give up hope. No, they, they didn't. didn't give up hope. I mean, this is a scary. This is the scariest thing. That's why I wanted you to start because as a as a mother, that bond between mother and child, right, especially right after you her gave biological birth, father was in jail. Yes, yes. And the mother for having the relation with the mother who got right. pregnant and had the child got out of jail. They both are grown four years apart, fifty the, and forty eight, fifty and forty six, and they're still, still looking, for, looking their baby. for their baby. They're still looking for their. How baby. did they find her? The interesting story of how how she was found. It came about as like slowly just came She said past. she had suspected for she a, a long time. She suspected for a little while. 
And then it just it came about. She found the daughter thought she was daughter. kidnapped. Yeah. Why? Simple little, simple little things like not documents, like not having documents, oh. not having proper like identification, not being able to relate the story all the way through. Birth certificate missing, things of that nature, mm-hmm. made her suspect something. Right. Parents were just one. She didn't know all the way what it was, but was sucked at the trial, and they allowed her. I mean, she was just crying, and she was like, "My mother's not a criminal. Please don't take her away," because she loves her as her mother, and it's crazy as a child. I wouldn't know how to feel. I wouldn't know how to feel. Psychological term for that. Because I'm connected to you. You stole me. Yeah, Stockholm syndrome. Away from my life. So it's like I hate you for stealing me from my life. Hilarious. Wow. But you loved it. You know what I'm saying? She was treated good, so she had a good family. So where do you go? And then you got to reconnect to your family, and it's like you're 18, so you can still keeping contact you're not going to cut off contact with this person but they did steal your entire life but then you got to go well with the 14 year old mother and the dad did i have a better life going with it you never have a better life being stole from your parents but your life could have turned out different so you don't it's a lot of conflicting emotions um a lot of conflicting feelings and it's like but technically these are her parents and williams and lived in the house they lived in a house that was built for them by uh Housing for humanity. She had a better Things life. Like that she had a, her her stolen life was better than her given life. No, no. On we, paper, on pa- sounds it was, like it. No, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't. It was, an underage mom and a dad that's in jail, having birth to a to a sure, newborn versus a lady who Williams, stole her and built a whole house. She had a house built for. Her. They lived on government subsidies and and welfare throughout her life. So it's not like she was... This girl lived on welfare with the mom that stole her. Yes. Okay, Okay, so either way, she wasn't about to be Whoa, 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 whoa. That's what we're not going to do to welfare. There's nothing wrong with being raised on welfare. I was raised on welfare, and I'm an amazing... We didn't say anything But I'm just saying, when you go... You don't say that that's a... Because he said... Nobody knocked it. Yes, when you say, well, how does she have a better life because she was on welfare and everything else? No, I said they built a house for her. Yeah, but if she you go, said, he was saying they built a house so she had a better life because she had a house and a steady. I'm home. trying to figure out which set of parents was the welfare parents. Yeah, but then well, you just said that they were on welfare and they had a house built for them and they lived on uh, subsidy, subsidy. subsidy. They had a house built for them. Yeah, yeah, but it's not like there would have been a different because if this is what I'm, this is what you he was trying to eat better. Listen, people, you eat better I on food, food stamps, stamps than you do off. That's of them. what he's saying. He's trying to say. That if, for example, they built Angelina a house Jolie for her. She grew up on shrimp estate. I would have grew up better in Angelina Jolie's house <laughs> okay. than in my own house. Like maybe that would have been the best move for me, you know. <laughs> so he's trying to say, well, this was an underage single parent. At least in this house home, she had two siblings. She, she was going to have stamps house. either way, really, based on what I'm hearing. The yeah, that's what I was saying. I thought you just said no, that they we were weren't knocking. Welfare. Yeah, they were, okay. but I'm not knocking okay, what they did. I'm, I'm just, just making sure. Yeah, nobody's I got knocking. offended real fast. I did, Yeah, huh? that's, that sounds like you know, I did. I food offended. stamp baby. You just jumped out and got all mad. I had the real money, guys. Listen. The pies are purple. I love Section 8. We had a five-bedroom house. Listen. $32. See? I'm really upset about that right now. But, so I, I probably grew up better in your yeah, house. Yeah, you might have. That's the thing. That you don't know how to fight. Yeah, that's the concept is... But the, either way, this, these were her biological parents. Yeah. Yes. So it's not about uh, Miss Williams cared for this child, loved this child. She also stole this child. Yes. And she stole a different a life from her. This was a diff- she could have had a different life. So she stole what, her identity. You know what I'm saying? Of uh, really, what it is? You stole her identity. This is you her stole parents, everything. Whatever and it you is. devastated two people forever. Like for eighteen years. For 18 that emotional distress. Uh, because this is. She was born in the kidnapping. More this people than that. How mortified would you be if you're the nurse that lost the baby? Oh, my goodness. 
I just put a baby right there. What do you mean? No, because she was dressed. That's she, the was thing. Dressed she was as dressed as a nurse. As a right, nurse. but she came in not... and took the baby. Yeah, saying, but there's I'm other nurse. nurses in that there. That was helping. I just delivered the baby. Yeah, go? and stuff like that happens. Especially, I don't know if you well, you guys don't know this, but when my mom gave birth to me, they had lost the bands on me, and then they told my mom that I was too dark to be her baby, and it was the '80s, and I was dark and she was white, and it took forever to get even get me back to my mom. Mm. And my mom was like, "I know that's my baby. I just had her. I can feel that's my baby," and they wouldn't give me to my mom. I and would then, laugh if right now you took. A blood test and that was not your mom and that nurse was like told you right. told you me and my mom my, we all look like me and all my siblings look yeah, just no, you so. but um yeah i just it's devastating and it's like if i was the mom the birth mom i think i would have went to court and beat the brakes off the foster mom or whatever you want to call the stolen mom i mean that's crazy because you still want to put hands like you you still have to go to jail thank you for you raised my daughter you do other but you still have to go to jail and i don't know if the court is going to take into they account don't thank you for that you stole my baby no no the court no, isn't going to take into account the, the, the daughter's feeling no. okay, okay she it's still got go she jail. stole she kidnapped it's going to be a kidnapping and then you charge. lied and kidnapping told somebody it was his charge. dad the dad is like He's all messed up because he thought he had a baby and his baby's been dead the whole time. And children are really expensive. Yeah. <laughs> so he even, Every he one of those dollars her. spent is fraud. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> right now. She owes him all that well, the go- Actually, when it comes to that, the government does not care about the father in a lot of ways. There are, there are women who have signed someone up who's in the army or something like that on the on the birth certificate and they've paid until they're 18 and they are not the biological father of their yeah. child right. and they didn't even agree to it or anything. What? That is, There are a significant amount of cases that uh, of that as a precedent. So it's actually Yeah, I'm from a military area. So yeah. you know how that goes. Yeah. That can go very quickly just like that where Super fast. they sign you up. So The crazy part is they look so much alike too. You wouldn't even be able to tell that. I feel like you baby. start to look like who raises you. Yeah. I'm about to go to Beyonce's and see if you want to raise me. <laughs> All right, so let me let me do this because I want to move on to this next story uh, related to football. An unfortunate twist of event. The Super Bowl 48 champion Seattle Seahawks will not mm-hmm. be going to the Super Bowl this year as they came up short against the Atlanta Falcons 36-20. to The story gets more interesting, and this really is the story. Rapper Future, who is, uh, I'll just read it how it's written, who has been in a feud with his ex, Sierra, and her new husband, Russell Wilson, quarterback of the Seahawks. Uh, the shade is real, as the rapper sent his son, who's being raised with that Sierra and Russell, Russell uh, a, a Atlanta Falcons quarterback jersey, so a Matt Ryan jersey, after the Falcons beat the Seahawks. <laughs> and he wants to take his son to the NFC Championship game to watch the Falcons versus Green Bay, I believe it is. So, yeah. I, and Atlanta. So, yeah. the, the shade is very real. Oh, that's the, the funniest thing in the world. Yeah. Right after, first of all, he showed up to the game and was staring down Russell Wilson. Oh, and the Falcons let him come on the, uh, the sideline. <laughs> yes. Of course they did. And, and there that's was some head game. Take his head out of there. Yeah. Then, on top of that, he right after the loss, he sent his son a jersey, mm-hmm. a, Matt, a Matt Ryan jersey, Who's the quarterback of the land? Do you know how hilarious that the petty level on this is ultimate? This is is like the ultimate petty. petty. But when you put your arch nemesis down there, that's like sitting your arch nemesis in the front row of your show, and now you gotta do your DVD taping, and you. I don't get why there isn't like a restraining order. Like she just like there can't even you be play in the public arena. You can't just let this dude just be there in your face. Like guess what, fool? Like come yes, on. He can. What, 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 Here's he why. Talking? He's not threatening him. He's Yet. not. 
He's not. He's got custody. He's him. around his son. You can't he just has, tell him he came. Yeah, here. because he's gonna act petty like this. What do you mean you sent him a jersey of the dude the who just beat me? That was the case. Then a lot of divorced parents would have restraining orders. So this is oh, how yes. a lot this of pettiness. This is how this is. He Sierra just lost and the he wants to be to in his child's life, and he's actually, you know, by all accounts, Future is a very excellent father to all his children. Mm-hmm. He's uh, an excellent that's not father. what his baby's mothers have put now, out there. This mother has said so. he's a good father. Okay. And she I'm hates it. Until now. Well, no. He, she hates the pettiness. She just, he takes care of his children. Now, some of the that other That baby girls, not going to no NFC championship. If that's just as a Seahawks fan, no. You're not finna go watch the team that beat us. The baby is going to be the there. The Falcons going to get beat by 18 to 21 points. So what is the point? You didn't, you didn't use the word lost in that. Let <laughs> me tell you something. The Seattle Seahawks Every lost. time he drop his son off, he going to have on that jersey. Watch. Every time. Every, and they going to throw it away and he going to give it another one. Every time. Who do you think is going to win between? Who's, who's going to the Super Bowl? I wanted it to be the Raiders and the Seahawks, even though that was impossible, but I still wanted it. Um, okay. <laughs> who do I think? Do you know gonna... who's left? Yes, I do know who's okay, left. Okay, so we got the Falcons. I'm going with Packers, Patriots. That's my... Okay, we got Packers, Patriots, Falcons, and uh, Green Bay, if I didn't say them already. No. Packers, Patriots, you know, Falcons. I don't like Green, I don't like Green Bay, Green. so I, I Green would Bay. prefer. And the Steelers. Steelers, Pittsburgh. I would prefer. I don't like Steelers. I don't like Green Bay because Green Bay messed us out of a Super Bowl almost, what was it, 11 years ago now in the snow with them false calls, so I don't do Green Bay. Um, Pittsburgh did the same thing. Yeah, so I don't do Pittsburgh. So it's Atlanta um, and Atlanta's you know, only I, new I, You guys, I like prospect. Atlanta. I loved Atlanta. Mike Vick was a very a, one of my favorite players. Mm-hmm. So I've always still liked Atlanta. So I would say Atlanta, even though they beat us, I didn't want them to beat no, us. No, no. The team that go... beats us has to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Because so... we're a Super Bowl team. Yeah. So if they can beat us, they have to beat everybody. Win. In 2013, yeah. guys. What's 2013? It... That's what you guys won in 2013. Is... So you don't think that we're going to the Super Bowl? I think it's the time. Seahawks? DraftKings. <laughs> Another hey. grueling fantasy football season has come to the end. How did you fare? On DraftKings? Did you dominate the competition and take home the top prize? I definitely did not. I did not. I love DraftKings. I love DraftKings. Oh, it is a full-time job. Like, it is amazing. <laughs> I love DraftKings. I love everything about DraftKings. So you talk trash? I, you are, you, know, are, you in I for, are you in for another offseason of trash talking? I was talking? so close. I lost by one point. You lost your whole league by one point? One point. No matter how you performed in your season-long league, you've got one last shot to go home a fantasy football champion. And it starts this weekend at DraftKings.com. DraftKings is the destination for one-week fantasy football. One-week fantasy football. And they're hosting fantasy contests through the conference championship games this weekend. It's not over just because you didn't play already. You can still get in. I know. I'm My boyfriend's in. Get your one point it. back. It makes it the easy. DraftKings is the easiest website yes, to is. use. Like, it's so easy. Oh, no, no. It's user-friendly. Super easy. You it's pick amazing. your contest, draft your team, and follow the action line. That's it. That's it. And, and, and it's fun. And it's, and it's like, clean, wholesome Fun and you bring you can everybody friends in, and there brings, you go. I like it too because my boyfriend's always trying to get me in on it and he's crazy about it. So that's I'm all you got to do. I'm you learning. can renew your rivalries, especially you yes. with all your boyfriends. Wait, is this a new boyfriend? <laughs> well, I have a, several boyfriends. You're like my boyfriend is playing. So okay, well the one I'm going to prom with. We don't need to talk about it right prom. now. Prom. It's a long story. Did you have a time machine you came in here and did? <laughs> anyway, renew all your rivalries with your current boyfriend or boyfriends with family friends or even a group from your season long league. Or you can just check out 50 50 contests where the top half of all entries win yes. cash. Yeah. That's the quick, easy, yes. get your money up. This is the last time you can play fantasy football until next season, so make it count. Get in where you fit in. Don't let it end without you being the in DraftKings does everything. You can, it's year-round, so DraftKings is one of my... It's all the sports. One of the, on my, when you go to my browser, mm-hmm. DraftKings pop. Boop, right right away? I love it. 
All right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to tell you how to do it. We're going to give you this call to action. Use the code GEEK. G-E-E-K. At DraftKings.com now and play free with your first episode, or first deposit, excuse me. The code again is... G-E-E-K. To play free for your share of over $100,000 in total prizes. Only at DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions may apply. See site for details. I feel like when it's in italics, you got to read it fast. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions may apply. See site for details. DraftKings.com. 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 Uh, I don't care who wins the Super Bowl. I'd like to see a good game. Yes. Uh, I think the best game would be the Packers-Patriots. I wanted to see... Battle of the Quarterbacks. I wanted to for sure see uh, NFC Championship Seahawks versus Dallas. And mm. then I didn't care what happened on the other side because it was going to be a rematch to People me. People hate Dallas. I've never seen any team. Dallas Cowboys are the Trump Kardashians yes. of football. People just, I've never, this is the thing. If you're a fan of a team, it's because mm-hmm. you want your team to win. Mm-hmm. When you're a hater is when you just want a team to lose. And people yeah, hate like Bengals fans. Bengals fans hate DC. every other team. I, I, I've seen that. Bengals fans. <laughs> Huge. Specifically. Huge. It's huge. Mm-hmm. That's like me. I only cheer for two college teams. Who's that? Uh, Washington State University and whoever's playing against University of Washington. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's, see, that's hilarious. Like, a lot of people feel that way, but the Cowboys memes were out of control this week. Like, when the Cowboys lost, oh, people went out of, out of their way. Best one I saw was uh, somebody took the Salvation Army thing and turned it into a trash can. Hilarious. And had Ezekiel Elliott inside looking around like he did when it was in real life. The one I liked was when they were like, this isn't a logo, it's their rating, and it was the one star. <laughs> oh, shoot. Like, oh, people are just really creative. My favorite one is a Keith Sweat. They were like, who Dallas played play next week? Nobody. <laughs> That's people outrageous. are just mean to Dallas. And I'm a Washington, D.C. person. I'm a home team person. I like my Redskins. You know, I like the Wizards and everything that's home team. I just don't understand why people people hate on Dallas mm. that much. I don't know. All right, so here's what we're going to do because I think we're pressed for time. I want to do two more stories. One is this new uh, – no, yeah, we're going to do this. We'll mention one real fast. Story number five. First, uh, For the first time in United States history, yes. there will be a Black Lady Liberty on a coin. The 2017 – American Liberty 225th Anniversary Gold Coin is the first in a series of 24 karat gold coins that will feature feature the coin in contemporary style and Lady Liberty as persons of color. Different colors, guys. Everybody yeah, gets there'll one. There'll be Asian, there'll be a, a, a Hispanic, yeah. there'll be... Yeah, it'll be Liberty. The Ladies coin is valued at $100. I'm a coin collector. I have the Obama coins. I have a lot of other coins. Do you have coins. the Sacagawea I want coin? this one. You know I got Sacagawea. Because that's the only my person mom of color so as well. far. So that's interesting. Yeah, my mom so collects coins as well. She's all over this. Oh, yeah, I love Yeah, I, this is going to be amazing. I'll purchase one. I don't even care about coins, but to me, this is just I love it because moment. a lot of people don't even know the original Statue of Liberty was black. Like, they don't even tell you yeah. that in the history yeah. books. You don't know. And they were like, nah, they gave it back and, you know, had them send them a new one. It's going to be interesting to me if this coin, which is worth $100, Mm-hmm. It's gonna go down in price just because it's oh, black. Oh man, it's possible. Like food stamps. <laughs> it, <laughs> That's it's like, this cool. this no, is the value goes coin. up the more rare it is. So this will be probably one of the most valuable ones. Plus, girls will be going to the salon asking for that Liberty Coin hairdo. <laughs> she is okay. on fleek. Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting here trying to look at Can the edges. Be too. Like, did they you can't the see the edges. It's got a Snapchat want... filter on Why it. Why does the eagle on the back look upset, though? Why does the <laughs> eagle look like... Shh. like, like mm. <laughs> Forget this. Oh, my goodness. I love it. She got the baby hair coming off the back they of the do. bun. 
Yeah, she thick. They I don't even got to see her body to know. Look she, at that, her eyebrows are arched. They did her eyebrows. They yeah. did everything. Got the cheekbones right. That's a beautiful woman right yeah, there. Yeah, it is. Yes. I'm I'm holler the, at her. I'm coming in with the liberties okay. next time. They put the little curls Let's on the back. That's you see them bouncing. Lady Liberty. You see the curl bouncing. Let's have a little respect. I love Lady, Lady Liberty. Uh, plenty of like, respect. I thought you were going to say titties bouncing. Because that's where I was no. thinking. Right. Curls no. bouncing. She looked like she got some. That's all we were going to yeah, say about that story. We're going to move on to uh, our main man. This story is like juicy. So uh, it's interesting to try and put this short. I think we should revisit this for next week. Uh, but essentially, here's the story. TV talk show host Steve Harvey was the latest celebrity to meet with uh, President-elect Donald Trump and uh, Ben Carson. Harvey told the press that President Obama and Trump's teams asked to meet, and he did. Harvey says that he had dialogue about black communities in inner cities. The Family Feud host felt that he walked away feeling like he had just had talked to a man who genuinely wanted to make a difference in the area. He felt that something really great could come out of this. So uh, there you have it. You have Steve Harvey. Uh, and Donald Trump. But even that handshake is very telling to me. A lot of people feel that Steve Harvey sold out because of this. I'm not It's upset. not a handshake. That's a that's Donald Trump's hand and a little raccoon paw. <laughs> I'm not upset that Steve Harvey met with President-elect Donald Trump. It's when he came out with this message. And, I, and, I, and I'll you. recollect something in my mind that Malcolm X said in his speech, mm, Ballots or Bullets. It was when he said when the white man wants to take over mm -hmm. the oppressor, he invites the Negro leaders to coffee. To coffee. Mm. And the Uncle Toms go to coffee because you can't turn down coffee. Mm -hmm. And they come out and say, oh, but the master's good. Master's a kind man because yeah. he offered them some coffee. And that's how they take over. Mm -hmm. Well, in that paraphrase, I feel like a lot of that happened in this picture. Now, I'm not so sold on Donald Trump's extent of racism. However, I do know that he sold his ballot and won his presidency with some inclination of racist rhetoric. Yes. Regardless if you want inclination. to agree, agree with it or not. Look at my African-American is not <laughs> an inclination. Okay? Putting Breitbart in the White House in your, is not an inclination. Once again, I'm Not denouncing David Duke is not an inclination. And Steve Harvey has no... Business validating him I'm, in this picture. Again, As a member of Omega Sci-Fi, I'm upset with Steve Harvey to the umpteenth of why would you put our frat out? Let the Sigma shake his hand. Don't be trying oh, to put wow. that over on us. Let an Iota do it then. But don't have your ass out there. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't have been Steve Harvey, who's a who's in a lot of ways a self-elected healer of relationships, even though all his relationships have failed. And I actually really like Steve Harvey. I like his career. I like what he's done. I point not, is I was not happy with his move to come out and say, "Let's all jump on this bandwagon, guys." I didn't appreciate that. I, I wanted him to be a little more critical. No, no, a little bit. They need to be so critical that 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 this is an uphill battle for Trump and a downhill battle for everybody in inner cities who's already been going through some stuff. What they needed to do was come out with a plan and more than just exactly. talk. Don't go plan. in and be Mr. I'm talking too. Yeah. because I think Steve Harvey's trying to make a play to run for office at some point. Yes. Yes. This is my thing, though, and I'm not exactly sure who said it, and I, I think it might have been Dio, but I'm, I don't want to put it on anybody, but I, I agree with it so much. He has invited Kanye. He has invited a comedian. He's going after entertainers, sports, all these things, and that's how you see us. As you don't, you know what I'm saying. He was like, "That's how we see us as entertainers and 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 
People for hire. People for employees. hire. Employees. That's what he we hasn't are. gone That's, after other leaders. You haven't Sean gone after. Sean King hasn't uh, been invited. Yes, it's not like all these other leaders and things like that. It's people who are popular in the community and hip hop, pop, and culture, and you feel like that's that's who we are and that's, that's how you see us. That's interesting because little Uzi's his next, next. You know person. what I'm saying? Like, is he really his no, next guest? No. But it could. be. I was about to flash. And, and just like I'm saying, he has been running his entire campaign as a reality show, shock value, things going on, and I feel like this is more reality show by bringing in more entertainers, so everybody's entertained and watching because more people are going to pay attention to Steve Harvey going than some leader from, you know, Representative, Representative Joe Johnson from, from Illinois yes. or something. And so it's it's all, to me, it's just this crazy reality show. And even in other countries, they're running paper ads where they're talking about, they call us the t- Twilight Zone. In Scotland. In Scotland. Mm, like, oh my gosh, so. it's hilarious. It is just, they just think this is a clown show. Solely, solely business-wise, right now, it's genius to have any type of contact with Trump. Good, bad, or indifferent. If your name gets said, everything sells out. John Lewis is currently beefing with him, and his book, his animated book, has gone sold out. Sold out. His second book is the number two seller. Uh, you name it. Every company Trump mentions either Lewis blows was. up. Well, that's a problem. But yeah. every company who blows up, everybody, every company that comes in contact with him either blows up or is it? But a that's rap. selfish because it, it lets us just go. We're not holding him r- responsible for any of the things he said, any of the things he's doing, and it just drives me. It drives me absolutely crazy that they would go and just smile and meet and all. You oh no, no, people are holding him accountable. And that's what John that, Lewis. That's why that's going even on. Even the pastor right now who's like, "Well, I feel like God told me to to do the inauguration." No, you're. Going for the money and is that money that you're about to go get going back into your community going into your family mm-hmm. and you just listen to him give that speech and you're sitting there well, going he's doing this for the money and I'll have that the President Lord did Trump not tell you that had to hire seat fillers for his inauguration yes which is funny because people have been tweeting oh, he's online you are, begging you're already helping the economy because my friend just got a job as seat filler there's a lot of things he's having a very hard time getting best tweet asked. I saw Said, to get I'm not going to be able to make it to the inauguration because I have other things that, that are more pressing that I need to do. I'm going to have somebody scoop my eyeballs out with the ice cream scoop with diamonds <laughs> on it. And, and I'll be blind for the rest of my life. But I have to do that because it's more important than That's being the best tweet you saw? Yeah, that was great. Can you have eyeball scooped out? He's having, he's having a hard time just filling I feel like everybody you know, a lot of people went. voted for him. Now a lot of people don't want to be public about it. The, yes. the, and that was the problem in the first place. They don't want to be public about it. The majority point. want to keep he silent. A point, he made a great point where he's like, the same public opinion polls that show that people don't like me were also the ones who said it before the uh, before the election. Yeah, He's going to ride that wave all the way down to when it's fizzled out because that's the way they sneak voted him in and, uh, and, and hack voted him in. Sneaky hacking and all that. Now here we have him as president and, and for the first time I think in history, the Protest against him being president is going to be bigger than the inauguration for him to be president. And that's what he's competing against. That's why he's willing to fill a seat. Because if one more head shows up from the protest, that's historic. But that's the thing. People are people are very upset. He's having a hard time, as I said, finding yep. entertainers. That's usually a part of the inauguration. President Obama had the list of people lined Obama, up. They just, he had a pick of the list. No, no, no. You guys do realize there's a protest of the inauguration that's taking yes. place the same day and the next day, the black women's movement. Yes, the black all women's that. March. They got hella performers. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> else has performers. I'm, I'm upset that I won't be in D.C. this week. Man, it's mm. going to be good. Just so listen, to see. We, but also, I think it's going to be dangerous. This inauguration, there's a lot. The police aren't allowed to have body cameras. Because it's infringing on people's First Amendment right of protest, mm-hmm. which could be a dangerous thing yeah. as well. But the ACLU and other lobby groups were the ones who sanctioned it. 
So we'll see what they shouldn't happens. have. They should let all cameras roll and people. No, no, no. Do... People want to be able to protest without being recorded because they put on a mask. Know, you don't know what. Well, you're not allowed to. But you know, you don't know what the repercussions of it could be later. It could cost you a job. It could cost you. Then you're not in a, a position promotion. to protest. Everyone should be in a position. To if protest. somebody That's gets arrested point. and you're anywhere near it, you're on camera. Voila! There goes your right. Your First Amendment right is gone because you're you're an extra in this person's arrest picture. And plus, the cops are gonna be doing three sixty spins. Like we gotta get everyone out of here. But you know what? The people will have their cameras. Everybody out there gonna You're be snapping. You're not Snapchat getting away with it. it. It's, it's gonna be out there. And you know what? Sometimes you just gotta stand up for what you believe in, no matter what the risk. You're worried about your job that, and everything else. That people part. are marching to Selma. People are being beat for all these things that have happened. So I know, as I feel like the African American community, we protest all the time. So that wasn't really to protect us because we have to stand up against injustice. And I feel like it's some people that don't really want to show that they're fighting. That those are the ones that are scared in there and hiding but no if you think it's wrong then it's wrong I don't care what your boss says this shit is wrong so no you need to fight against it yeah people march and they're in front and they're proud to be marching we're gonna rap because that's where we're at can we just talk about the Jays can, can we, we just show the them okay we'll show them can we just show the Obama Jays here it goes uh, and he's Nike presented President Obama with his own Jordan it is incredible can we buy these so Dexter Fowler from the Chicago Cubs, since they won the World Series, they get to visit the White House, and he got them some Air Force J ones. Like those are real. Ooh. Those are Jays. They have a signature. They had a. I mean, they're. Those amazing. are what the. Those are the fours. Those are the fours. Yeah, those are the fours. So, where's the signature at? The signature is right on the side, right above where the white bubble is. Oh yeah, I see it. The white bubble, right above, like the white right bubble. here, exactly. Ah, okay. And it's ingrained. It's the Barack Obama signature because it's public. The president's signature is always public. Yeah. Yeah. So they engraved it. It's it's immaculate. The I want, box and it's ball, in I is. Yeah, I just want the box. Yeah, you this, know he's a hooper, so he's about to get down on those. It, I, don't I hope know, he marches. Uh, Jays aren't Jays aren't good to ball in. Oh, okay. Anyway. Well, is he going to the inauguration? Fours were though. Like these aren't bad. These aren't that bad. They didn't get. I'm not a fan. Ones? That's exactly how you tear your ACL, MCL, (laughs) (laughs) spine. (laughs) People die. Obama's going to need Obamacare if he does that. Anyway, listen. There's no more Obamacare, so let's talk about that one, too. Well, let's do that next week. Let's go circle back around and talk about Steve Harvey some more. I am disappointed, but I, I, you know. uh, No, we're just disappointed. Well, I'm disappointed. That there wasn't more. I wanted more from him. Steve Harvey, Some, I want you to attack Donald Trump the same way you attack men and women on your show when they have a bit bad relationship. Like, go in there and have some questions and have a plan of action and what they should do to fix it and how we should get there. Don't come I, I out just and try feel to like, I feel me. like, yeah, that's it. Don't come out of the room that I wasn't yes. able to go in and tell me, he's good, man. I feel like I just had a conversation with somebody who genuinely wants to make it. No, no. We genuinely want to make a difference in our yes. community. And you should have come out with that notion and a stern accountability for the president. Thank that if you. this does not happen, it does not happen soon, here's the repercussions and consequences from our community. Not only that, if Trump's going to be talking to people about fixing our communities, why not have it been somebody with a history of being a community leader? Yes. Steve is in no... I mean, come on. That What realm is that? The realm of we're only entertainers. That's what we are. We're entertainers. Steve's and we're one of the last people that should have been in that room yes, talking is. about some inner city development. 
Steve Harvey's an Steve important Harvey person. Steve Harvey has had, but, but he's had the station in life to already be helping the inner city community. You have representatives that you needed to talk to first. Yes, you did. M- and m- setting many. up Kanye West. You had many. Then he's John Lewis's neck saying he's not doing anything for his community. That's cr- You talked to Steve Harvey as if he's doing stuff for the community and told John Lewis he needs to get back in his own community? Come Cocaine on, is a hell of a drug. That's real. I've been Nate real. Jackson, man. You can catch me at, at Mr. Nate Jackson on the internet at NateJacksonComedy.com. Make sure you click like, subscribe to the channel, leave comments below about any of the stories we touched. The other people on the show, these beautiful people, inside, out, mind, souls, body, spirits, Teron Van Gostry. At I am Teron all across social media, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook. And also, I want to wish everyone a good Friday this Friday because it's, remember Ice Cube's, this was, I had a good day. Yeah, yeah. This is the Friday. Yeah. It's Friday yeah, yeah. coming up. So... I just hey. want to make sure that's a thing. And Kanisha Buss. Hey. They figured that out. They figured it out. <laughs> Kanisha Buss, K-A-N-I-S-H-A, is comedy on all social networks. Please check me out on all of Digital, Sirius XM. And if you happen to be in Vallejo, California, this weekend we will be filming a comedy stand-up special. We, me and as Nate in Daniel both Jackson, of us. Can... Outbound Comedy. So yeah. hopefully no, we can I'm really you guys in there. nothing right now, bruh. I'm not in anything Shout with out you guys. to Monique Renee. Uh, she put yes. it together. She's the executive producer. This is her dream, her baby. I'll be hosting and bringing up some of the funniest talent of today and tomorrow to come rock the mic. Teron, we'll loop you in. We'll get you I'm, on a show. Teron, you can be in these draws if can you're I trying to get into something. Look at that. Get you a little teapot. Hey. He wants a little teapot, short sure. and stout. You know, I know how to sing one that in song in my and in one for okay, your mouth. You guys, headlines with headliners. Catch us every week, please. Thank you. Spell independent. Oh, I won't be here next Tuesday, by the way. Tell me for it. I'll be in uh, Kuwait and uh, Abu Dhabi. Where are okay. you going to be? Oh, no, that's not. I'll be. That's next Tuesday. I N D E N. I got to see All it. Right. Okay. All I-N-D-E- right. I N D E. I got to see it, you guys. Okay. This will take forever. I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T. You guys have a blessed day. I N D E P E N D E N T. I told you I have to see it, you guys. I can't just say it. You got it. I get it. <laughs> I love it. I had to look at it. Kevin Undergaro, Dario Christian, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff. We would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio. Instagram me, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.